When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the day's play after the Brisbane Lions ran out 26-point winners over Carlton on Friday night footy. This was how Jared Healy and Brad Johnson saw it on AFL Nation. Jono, both sides were here to be examined and uh, one pass a test and uh, one pass a test, I think, with flying colours and one failed badly. And uh, it's pretty clear that Brisbane belong in that top four right now where they sit comfortably, love their pressure around the ball, love their uh, tackling ferocity. It was really good. And I love the way they move the ball. I mean, they have got some targets up there, but the targets get up the ground a fair bit. And uh, so often we've seen notional targets, Eric Hipwood and Joe Danaher, slam the ball into the ground ball players. I mean, Charlie Cameron kicked a couple running back with a fly to the ball, had to beat his man, Nick Newman, one-on-one a couple of times. They've got uh, two or three of the other small players that can do the, the same job. Rayner can do it, if you like. Uh, Zach Bailey, he can do it. He kicked four goals, both as a mid and as a small. And he had 12 possessions, but his impact on the scoreboard was quite superb. But uh, they were really well served by Dunkley, who was uh, clearly the best on the ground. Barry and McLuggage uh, played really well. They have got this, you know, half a dozen players now that uh, will just keep on coming at you. And Lockie Neal, just 20 possessions today, but uh, had an impact. And uh, the same, unfortunately, can't be said for Carlton. Chera had uh, probably his best game of the the year, but and Doherty also had plenty of the football. But they just, not those two, but collectively, they just didn't go forward fast enough, except for maybe 20 minutes in the second, in the third, first quarter. First quarter was was impressive football for yeah. Carlton. That's why they're so hard to work out as a as a team at the moment, because they go from attacking, kick five goals, look sharp, go long, give their all their players an opportunity, to second and third quarter where they go back, sideways, slow, yep. around, backwards out of the contest. It's like, well, where was that? And in the last quarter, they go back to that um, element of, because they're chasing the lead again, and they start to spark a little bit. They go long and direct. That's the way they have to play as a side. Yep. Going backwards and slow does not suit them one little bit, allows the opposition to set up defensively really well on them. And they couldn't break through the Lions, who then created some really nice turnovers in the right spots on the ground and scored off the back of it. And it is all about ball movement, because if you <laughs> you look at the basic parameters or the basic uh, contest numbers, their contests, both pre- and post-clearance, they're in front of the Brisbane Lions. Inside 50s, it dropped off, obviously, because they uh, dropped some ball. Robinson's just on the outside of that circle. If he wanted to, get to be in, he wanted to. <laughs> he had a good moment actually with Chris Fagan, which was good to see. Bit of a laugh. Well, they probably uh, they had a little unfortunate end to uh, his career. He would have liked it to have been a little bit more public, I suspect. But mm. that looks like it's a uh, 
uh, a bearing of any um, any ill will. So that's fantastic that they're uh, back on board. And great to see him wearing the jumper with pride. And there was plenty of uh, reason to be proud today, Jono. Well, there certainly was. And you, I think the two key defenders were, were brilliant mm. tonight for the Brisbane Lions. Payne and Andrews did not give Kerno or Mackay mm. one ounce of opportunity to have a have a play on this game. And you mentioned a pre-game, but they all presume Marcus Adams was, or hoping Marcus Adams, the Gardner's also been out. So yep. Payne had to step up this season, otherwise they were in a bit of trouble. Yeah, he has. And I think... I, the other one who we don't talk about too much is Stasevich, and he's, yeah. he hasn't been beaten that often either. Was he all uh, Australian squad of 40 a year ago? Stasevich? Yeah. Oh, not too sure, Jared. You might be more over that um, than, than wasn't, uh, two years ago, but he can play tall and he can play small. And uh, coming into the season, the view was that he had to play as the hybrid and uh, often play tall. Uh, but today we noticed he, he lined up on a small. So let's, so let's do the Carlton conversation. Well, all I can say about Carlton is disappointing at this stage. I mean, they've had uh, a couple of half a dozen players play OK. I think Chera played better than OK. Doherty in his 150th uh, was pretty solid, uh, but only went by 50% with his kicking, so he'd be disappointed with that. Walsh is getting plenty of the footy, but uh, not having any impact. And once again, just uh, hitting one in three of his kicks. Only had 11 kicks, so uh, he hit the target... Uh, only uh, three times or three, maybe four times out of 11. It's, 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 just, it's a side that's, um, that's lacking a bit of direction at this stage. And if Cripps isn't dominant, which he wasn't today, is well beaten tonight, then it looks as if they're struggling for plan B. Yeah, their, their style was... It's hard to work out what, what their actual style is. And I think that's the, the biggest question that comes out of the game. We, we spoke about it a fair bit through commentary around... You know, what was what looked good for them early and the complete turnaround in, in the way they play. And then, you know, some, some individuals were, were beaten quite badly throughout the entire night. Some of their efforts weren't weren't great across the ground and they were just some of them were just looking for the easy sideways kick instead of really wanting to work hard and, and work for their work for their teammate to, to create another hole for someone else to lead into, fall to the ball, rather than just standing defensively, lining up waiting for that um, that easy chip sideways. The comparison between how uh, Kerno and Mackay are playing to, say, Danaher and Hipwood, and they're, you know, they're different players, but Danaher and Hipwood spending half as much time up the ground and working a lot harder than Kerno and uh, Harry are. And if the ball isn't coming in directly and speedily, then they've got to find other ways to get themselves into the game. It's a great pick-up because at three-quarter time, Michael Voss spent a lot of time with Curnow and Mackay. Yep. And, I, and he'd be talking about that exact same thing because in the third quarter, Carlton couldn't get it out of defence. They'd kick long to the wing if they did yep. and it'd be turned around straight away. Mackay standing in the middle of the ground, not being the outlet kick here on the wing, which is his role as the as the highest tall. One question I, I would have for Harry is, remember when Chinkotter about 20-minute mark came along the wing and ended up kicking it long and it was a two-on-one situation. Mm. Why isn't Harry on the burst, reading it well, seeing this kid, he's a pretty good kick, get on the charge. Mm. You don't necessarily have to be close enough to goal, but you've got to be the next cog or the next uh, the next option in the chain. You don't have to be the end of the chain, but you may end up being just a link in the chain. But he's, not either, he's either not reading it or he's been instructed to stay wide. But if you want to have sports speedy ball movement, you've got to have speedy Graham out of between the ears mm. and get up and mm-hmm. get on the end of it, take right. a chest mark, turn around, kick it to, say, Jesse Motlop, who's running into goal like you see with Charlie Kerner. What it does, though, it creates, it creates flow. If, if the deepest goes at the right time, everything yeah. else will flow in around that. When they're stationary, 
the flow doesn't happen mm. because then the, the smalls, for example, are second-guessing themselves. I'm sliding in my front and square. Am I leading back up at the, at the kicker? And that's the influence that Mackay and Kurnow have on the on the dynamic of this um, of this forward structure. So it gets back to how they play in the forward line. Well, the way the way Harry played, it meant that he started with two on one, and he ended up competing with two on one. If he gets mm. on the lead, it's none on one. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So can... I think they've got some really a lot of work to do with just how they, I guess, communicating and and uh, the the word is cohesion, and it doesn't look as if there is any at the present time. The Lions fifteen ten one hundred defeat Carlton eleven eight seventy four. The Lions momentarily go to the top of the ladder at six and two, and the Blues' place in the eight is now in jeopardy. This was how we called it on AFL Nation. Straight to Berry, puts it back to a good spot. Gunston flies, hip with crumbs. Gavin McCarthy, he's caught, but he got a kick away. Finally, they get the goal on the board. They deserve. Let Charlie Curnow lose. Silvani gathered, gave it to Doherty, snapped the goal, landed it in his milestone game. Sam Doherty has walked footy and life's tough road. He's played for both of these clubs and he starts his 150th with a crummer's goal in the forward line. Half past four to the plate of Danaher. He'll pump it from 65. He's given it a great look. Yes! A mother, a ball burster from Joe Danaher. The Charlies are about to put up their third. Charlie Cameron's at full forward. He'll open the angle and duly salutes. The Lions with the first of the second term. They're eight-point leaders again. So Gunston marks 30 out on a 45-degree angle. Gunston kicks the goal, and that hurts if you're a Blues fan. And blasts it back. Modlop in a good spot. Modlop didn't quite get there to take the mark. He threw one hand at it. Charlie Kernan to mob his mess up. He gave it to him, and Modlop goals. All part of that grand plan. Big moment. Zach Bailey gives it the lot, leapt into it. Goal umpire, all bar applauded as it went back over his arched head. Brilliantly done, and Charlie Cameron runs it in for his third. Newman was coming to cut the angle, and Gunston just did enough to open the way for Charlie. Young hesitated and lost it. Bailey will walk it in. This has got right out of hands. Zach Bailey kicks his third. He goes out wide to Akers. He's 30 from goal. Handballs into Moglop. 10 from goal. Kicks the goal. And the crowd that have stuck around have got something for their money and their faith. Lines the fresh pound oh, on. Open. Total oh. square. Sharp. Was not sharp at all. He dropped it. He picked it up. He goaled it. And he's probably sealed it. And now he hammers it towards goal and he's got it. He's kicked it. The finishing touch. The cherry on top. And they've blown the Blues house down for the tune of 15-10-100 to Carlton 11 8, 74. So the Lions over the Blues in a game with so many talking points, including the mood of the Carlton constituency who abandoned ship about three-quarter time. We'll have all the Round 8 action, every game called live on AFL Nation, and you'll hear the highlights on the day's play.